Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Secret Birds HQ podcast. And this is podcast episode 36. And today I am joined by Isaki Tom. Hello, Isaki. Hello, Joanne. Hello, hello, hello. And how are you? I'm awesome. I'm great. I'm so glad to be here with you this evening. Great, great, great. Evening for you, morning for me, here in, right. in the Middle Kingdom. <laughs> so, uh, can I call you Saki? Yes, that's okay. fine. That's my nickname. Okay. okay, cool. So Saki is the founder of Island Muse. And for those of you who do not know, well, I'll let Saki tell you all about it. So Saki, tell us about who you are, Island mm-hmm. Muse, and where that idea came from. Okay, so I'm Saki. I reside in Toronto, Ontario, Canada. And, you know, I'm just a West Indian girl. My parents are from Trinidad. Trinidad. Yes, Trinidad and Tobago. And I started Island Muse, you know, a few years ago, like I think 2014. Mm -hmm. And it was just like after seeing, you know, so many Caribbean women online, on social media, just running businesses and just kind of taking control of their lives. Not, no longer like taking a a passenger role or depending on anyone else for their success. Mm -hmm. They were opening up businesses. They were sophisticated. They were well-spoken. And I just felt like these were the type of women that we weren't really seeing in the media. When we think of Caribbean women, Mm -hmm. Um, you know, sometimes we just see Caribbean women like up here in the media, you know, we see Caribbean women. We just think carnival, carabana, um, you know, in your little two-piece costume, mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. that's that's the idea of a Caribbean woman. Mm-hmm. But then I was online, and I was seeing these women with businesses, educated, classy, sophisticated. And I said, you know what? I'd like to highlight these women, and that's where the idea for for Island Me started. And I just originally it just started something where I would just inter email women that I really admire and interview them about their journey because I wanted. I kind of wanted to brainwash or reprogram Caribbean women to seeing themselves as businesswomen, seeing themselves as educated and sophisticated. I like that. And then from there, it just kind of blossomed into a, a blog where I would collaborate with other Caribbean female writers, um, you know, from across the Caribbean. They would write about their journey, where whether it, or their challenges, whether it was with health, relationships, racism. Um, their their journeys and their challenges with building businesses it's not easy to build a a business in the caribbean i mean it's not easy to build a business anywhere but to build a business within the caribbean context it's definitely not easy yeah so that's kind of how island Muse started as a way to reprogram um you know how we see ourselves as caribbean women and that to show the world that we are we are sophisticated and we are capable of taking control of our lives and doing it in a way that's, you know, uplifting and positive. Definitely. So guys, Saki is the founder and she's the content director of Island Muse. Now you can check in Island Muse at, is it www.islandmuse.com? .ca. .ca, Canada, right. Islandmuse.ca. Mm-hmm. So, and like Isaki said, she founded the platform because she thought there was something missing. She thought that... Right. Um, she wasn't seeing the women who I guess she grew up around and who were mm-hmm. in her circles. So she wanted, as she said to, I like that reprogram the Caribbean woman. That's a very good, that's, that's very interesting <laughs> how you said that. But um, so 
uh, the platform features some of the Caribbean and the diaspora's best and brightest female entrepreneurs and personalities. So today we are going to discuss a topic, women empowerment and faith. Mm -hmm. So Saki, tell me, what is, what, how do you define women empowerment? Because I think it means different things to different women and men. Right. And in the climate that we're in right now, it's very sexy. Female empowerment is very sexy. <laughs> it's very trendy. Everybody's into it. Everybody's doing it. The, the comp everybody's buying into this idea. Oh, of, yes. oh yeah. And it's everywhere to a point where I think <laughs> some women are fed up and over it. They're just like, oh God, yeah. let's go with this again. <laughs> Which is kind of unfortunate because, right? but I can understand why. Because it's pushed mm -hmm. so much in your face that you're just like, okay. And okay. then you wonder, yeah. is anything really changing at, mm -hmm. uh, behind the scenes? So tell us about women empowerment and faith and what that means to you. Mm -hmm. yeah. So to start off, women empowerment. For me, women, women empowerment is, you know, us. Us being strong, us being opinionated. Um, as a woman, it's it's me not having to rely on you know my physical attributes or my sex appeal to advance myself. It's a sisterhood, which is something that Island Muse is you know really promotes and stands by a sisterhood. It's me not being afraid of other women, working with other women to, you know, to both advance each other. How can I assist you? How can you assist me? Mm -hmm. um, you know, and for me, like I've seen how this whole thing has taken off over the years. Mm -hmm. And for me, women empowerment, it doesn't mean that we, like for me personally, because I can only speak for me, it doesn't mean that I hate men. Mm -hmm. um, I believe that we need our men. Uh, we need our men to, to listen and we need to listen to them and we, and we both can, can be supportive and, you know, we both need each other to grow and to be, to be, you know, healthy beings. Because I, sometimes when I look at women empowerment on other platforms, it kind of seems like this angry feminist doctrine mm -hmm, mm -hmm. where we're just screaming, you know, I'm here and I can, I can understand why women might feel that way, mm -hmm. you know, throughout the years, you know, oppression, or whatever it may be, but for me, women empowerment doesn't mean anti-men. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. um, I mean, you're not going to see a lot of men on Island Muse, mm -hmm. but um, you know, we don't hate men. We love men, <laughs> and know, we, think, we definitely want Caribbean men to be. We want to. We appreciate Caribbean men who are supportive. You know, of course, non-abusive. Mm -hmm. You know, and just people who are taking care of their families and meeting their responsibilities. Isn't it sad but how, Yeah, go ahead. Isn't it, isn't it sad how when you say female empowerment, you always, we or the individual, whoever always has to say, it doesn't mean anti-men. I think it's a bit sad that we have to actually say that because right. I don't think being about women means that you're anti-male. It's, they're not, they're right. not mutually exclusive. I think you can be about women and not say right. anything about men. And I, and I think it's quite sad right. that every time there's a female platform where women have to go, oh, and include men too. And it's like, no, you don't have to include men. And not including men doesn't mean you hate them. You know, they're half of right. the population. We love them. They're great. Some aren't so great. Fine. Mm -hmm. But it's just about certain things that only women can understand. And exactly. I, just, I just think that's a shame. But at the same time, like you said, mm -hmm. there, are, there are platforms where... Um, it seems quite aggressive, but I think that's because yeah. women are frustrated 
I think mm-hmm. a lot of a lot of a lot of women have had bad experiences and yes. as oh, yeah. I know those platforms aren't for everyone but personally no. I think they have a place and they they're mm-hmm. necessary because it, depending on where you are in your life you might need a platform like that where you can vent and you can right put out your frustration mm-hmm. and you we need that you know everything mm-hmm. can't be a bed of roses you know and that's true you kind of have to be in that bad place before you get to a good place if that makes sense so that is true i think the variety in platforms is necessary i think we need platforms for women to to express rage and anger i think we need mm-hmm. platforms to for women to show love i think we need a, a variety of everything because sometimes you get up and you are angry and you and you want mm. to express your rage <laughs> that's okay you know at least right. in my in my opinion i don't know but yeah no, I, I totally agree. And I, I can support those those platforms as long as it leads to healing. Like exactly. I can't sit down and be angry with you all day because exactly. I am not an angry person. Right, right. And that's where the faith part comes in for me. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Because I recently, I got saved the end of last year. So my, you know, when, I don't know if what your faith is, but when you get saved and you come into the faith, like your whole mindset kind of shifts. Mm-hmm. So sometimes all the anger and rage, I used to feel the bickering. I'm just like, what was I really bickering for? You just become so calm and Zen-like. And then you start to see things in a different way. And suddenly it's more, you just want to heal. Like, I don't want to be online and argue and say, you know, you know, men have done this. Yeah, we know, we know, especially in the Caribbean context, we know sexual abuse is prevalent. Mm-hmm. verbal physical we know that's a prevalent and it must be addressed mm-hmm, mm-hmm. an article and there are articles and island news that touch on that mm-hmm. but at the same time we must we must trend towards healing we cannot live our lives in a way of of um constant anger mm. if that makes any sense of course so you had right. so you had you had a I guess a spiritual awakening or a, <laughs> I did yeah so you I, for I me I am I'm Christian I was born and raised Christian I'm what they mm. call Anglican went to Catholic school my whole life blah blah okay, blah but awesome. I but I love the religions of the world I love learning about the different religions and different faiths yes. so, um I think they're very interesting <laughs> um, definitely but um so for me my understanding of being saved is almost like being a born again Christian. Yes. Yeah. So that happened to you within the past year, you said. Yeah. Okay. So things are different now, and and, you know, when I speak to my friends who are also um, Christians as well, Mm -hmm. they're saying the same thing. Okay, we're on this woman empowerment Mm -hmm. trend, you know, Mm -hmm. because we have you know our platforms that that you know are about women empowerment, Mm -hmm. and for me, it's like. Okay, so we're women empowerment. Everybody else is saying women empowerment, but sometimes when you're, you know, you're doing business with other people or, or you know, whatever it may be, you're seeing, wait a minute, where is the integrity? Mm-hmm. And I think that's where my Christian faith helps me with remaining integrity because, like, I'm talking to a few other ladies who are also in the, you know, the industry and they're doing their women empowerment stuff. Mm-hmm. And it's like, you know, sometimes, you know, you go to these events, and you may you may interact and banter with someone online for months, mm-hmm. and then you may show up in an event, mm-hmm. and then this person has no clue who you are, or they're not even interested in talking to you. Mm-hmm. So it's like, but for me, I guess because I, I my perspective has changed and I'm saved now, mm-hmm. it's like I just know, like, you know, I'm, I'm a humble and a meek person. Like, if I go somewhere, 
just mm-hmm. talk. Yeah. But sometimes with the women empowerment, like people have up this air of, you know, we just want to be seen and, you know, how great we look and how fashionable mm-hmm. and, you know, I'm woman, hear me roar. And then you go somewhere and, you know, that simple thing of just interacting with someone and being a courteous person that somehow does not even exist. Why? If you kind of know where I'm going with it. So it's like, are we really empowering each other? Or are we just saying it? And why do you think that is? What do you think is causing that, that atmosphere, creating that air of, oh, I'm right. there, you're there. Get to my level, girl. <laughs> <laughs> you don't have enough followers for me to talk to you. You know what it is? It's, I think it's social media. It's such a double-edged sword. I love social media, but everybody, like my friends and my real, they will tell you, Isaki does not like social media. Like I have points where I just need to, I need a break. Mm-hmm. I cannot just be tapping on a screen and, it becomes over and I think social media has a huge part to play in that because people they judge your worth it's sad to say based on how many followers you have it seems. oh absolutely absolutely and, and like, well, you can't do anything that. for me if you don't have a K after your you know yeah and I have seen people celebrate getting blue ticks on Twitter like <laughs> I have arrived and I'm just like well right. let me stay here with my 1,000 followers <laughs> There's people that's like self-worth well, is definitely know, attached to that. Yeah, yeah. And that's where my faith always kicks in and keeps me grounded, where I, I have a desire to want to get to know people on a personal level mm-hmm. through the computer, whatever it may be. Like I'm actually when I'm speaking and going back and forth with my followers and comment, like I'm actually interested mm-hmm. when I see you at an event. Mm-hmm. At a women empowerment event, I'm actually interested in talking to you. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, when I say I'm going to do something, if I can do it, I do it. Mm-hmm. If I can't, you know, meet that obligation, I say right up front, I can't. Yeah. And that's where my faith keeps me balanced because sometimes, you know, I talk to so many women who are also have their brand and they're just like, this woman empowerment thing, sister, it's a sham. Mm, it's I've not heard that too. Real. It's, it's really not real because, again, you, you go somewhere and this person that you have been bantering, you know, they, they're looking at you like you have four heads. Like, who are you? Yeah. Um, you know, if you're not dressed the part, you're not fashionable, like nobody really has time for you. Yeah, I think because everyone, you know, and I am very mindful of the fact that people, there are people out there just doing what they have to do. And I understand that. And there are right. people who have been working for years behind the scenes, trying mm-hmm. to do something great. And then it finally comes, comes together and they're, mm-hmm. they're sharing and they're excited and the ball is rolling. And it's just, oh, yes. you can feel I, that excitement. Yeah. And I get that. And I understand mm-hmm. that. And I don't, yes. I don't want to be that person that says, oh, everyone out there is just kind of in a rat race and da, 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 da. But sometimes mm-hmm. it does seem like that especially mm-hmm. on social media. Actually, mm-hmm. just last night, I was speaking to a male friend of mine and we were talking about the fact that when you go, especially around women, when you get on, because men do it too, but in their own way, <laughs> when you get onto social media, it's yeah. like, it's, it's all about getting to the next thing, you know? So here mm-hmm. I am, I've done this. Here I am, I've done that. And, it's, and, then, and he said to me, you know, do you think they actually stop and even enjoy those successes because it just seems like Mm. they're just moving for the next thing and I said yeah I don't know and it also seems like 
are you doing it to serve others or are you doing it because I'm popular and this is who I am? Right. And, and, and I think that's why we all need someone or people in our lives to keep us grounded. We need those people around us. That's it. Listen, you know, Mm -hmm. don't get yourself too, you know, because then you can become, you you can become that person that just gets so caught up in your own ego that you don't, you don't realize that you're no longer doing why, what you're doing for, for any real reason other than fame. But it's so easy to get caught up in that. It's so easy. Oh, yes. If you don't check that. yourself, oh, yeah, you can, you can lose it. You can lose it. I could see how you can lose it so easily. Yeah, but I see, I have seen, because right now faith is very big too. Like you have the, mm-hmm. you have the Muslim community and the Christian yep. communities and, you know, Sikh communities and everybody's combining women empowerment with their faith. But I mm-hmm. think even on some of those platforms, you see things and you think, well, mm, is that really what this is about? Or are you just kind of doing what everybody else is doing because you, but in, you know, wrapping it up in faith, in a, in a close right. And saying that it's it's pure, you know. But oh, um, you'll know when you meet them. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Judge them by the fruit. You'll know when you meet them. And you're like, wait a minute. Mm. And I get it. Like sometimes, you you don't you want to be open, but you you don't always want people in your space. And you know you try to keep yourself a little guarded. I get it. But some people, it's like a completely different personality from who they are online to who you know when you actually meet them. Or when you talk to them. Oh, when you talk to them. It's, yeah. And you're like, wow, what's, you know, social media can create split personalities, you know? Absolutely. Absolutely. There are people who I know that I'm very close to. And I look yeah. at their social media profiles and I'm like, this is not you. Why are you doing this? <laughs> like, what is this person? My coworker a few years ago told me because she had stayed off completely for years. Yeah. She didn't get Instagram until last year. Yeah. She came into work the next day. She said, girl, I signed up on Instagram and I added all my friends. And I'm like, who are these people? They're like totally different on Instagram. But I think that's what social media does for us. You know, I, it's an escape. It's an escape. Mm-hmm. It's, a, it's, a, it's a place where we can create another reality. It's a place yeah. where we can be somebody else, where we can yeah. share, where we can, you know, that's what social media, a, a part of social media is, I think, other than being able to connect and learn and all that right. other stuff. I think it's also a place where you get to escape because you can yep. go on there and you can be something completely different to who you are in everyday life. And I feel like sometimes people need that, you know, sometimes you need a little escape and that's okay. But it's when it becomes that, for example, I've heard some female um, what do you, um, influencers say they try to keep their social media because they know they have millions of followers. They, they, have, they carry a burden and a responsibility and they yes. try to keep their social media as real as possible because they don't what they don't like is when other women who are influencers try to create this perfect life like i'm my Mm -hmm. life is perfect i'm having a cappuccino in my perfect house with my perfect husband (laughs) and my children (laughs) and then my perfect car and they just don't like that so they try to show those days where they're like oh god it's so hard today everything's going wrong the internet is not working and 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 i i respect that and i i think people respect that i think if you just have but I think if you're, for me, it's about the intentions. As long as you're operating from an that's honest it. place I and you feel good about what you're about to put out there, that's all that matters. Because there's always going to be people who 
that's have something to say or who don't mm-hmm. like what you're doing or who judge you. You know, I always say people know your name, but they don't know your story because behind every woman or man, there is that story that's created who they are. Exactly. And we don't know why they are the way they are. We don't know what they're going there through. There so, you go. And yeah. that's, that's, that's what I was going to say. I'm so glad you said intention. Mm. Because, yeah, maybe my, my intention, my intention is genuine. And maybe, you know, this woman, she is, you know, she does have a perfect house. Mm. She does, you know, she goes, she has a photographer that follows, you know, she has a makeup, you know, and that's fine. Yeah. As long as that's your real life. As long as when I come to your house, it looks put away, you're not on a mattress <laughs> on the ground. I am okay with that. Yeah. Because this is your, what you're putting online is really you. Mm-hmm. And just like you said, we don't know what she has gone through to get to this polished persona that we see now. Yeah. And I think people are honest with themselves. They will share that online. They'll say, you know, my life hasn't always been, you know, like this. I, I've, I've gone through dark periods. I've gone through tough times. Mm-hmm. I can still support that because the intention is, the intention is positive, is, is genuine. It's positive, And this is really who they are. Like I mm-hmm. said, when I go to their home, it's a nice polished put together, you know, nice place. Yeah. Um perfection yeah. is such a yeah, such a perfection is um it's such mm-hmm. a bad thing in in my view. I I I don't yeah. like perfection. I don't trust perfection. I've become right. one of those people that when someone someone or something comes across as too perfect or too well put together, I start <laughs> doubts. And maybe that's like, what <laughs> With the time, with time, I've just become a bit jaded about things because I know that there's nothing in life that's to me. The only thing that's perfect is nature, God. If you believe in Mm -hmm. God, nature is perfect. Everything just works perfectly in nature. But human beings were flawed, and to put up this this mask that somehow our lives are so well put together, it's not real. We're all screwed Mm. up in some way. We've all got issues. Yes. So. Yeah, mm. and that's where the challenge comes in to to balance that. Yeah. Because for me, the things that I think about now that I'm safe, it's like, you know, you never, you never want to make anyone feel, feel like low about themselves when they come onto your social media. Yeah. Um, you want to do something that lifts people. So yeah. even if there are nice pictures and the, and the, this, the, you know how they say your grid is nice and matching in the color scheme. Yeah. 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 <laughs> but try to introduce something that's real. Yeah. You know, something, even if it's just a note saying, you know what, this is a, a dark time. Because I, as a Christian, mm-hmm. I never want anybody to come across, you know, my personal page. I don't even have a personal page right now, but when I reactivate it, I would never want somebody to come across and, and feel like complete poop. <laughs> because yeah. it's like, something oh, you, you want know, them to feel inspired. Or, you want them to feel right, inspired. I want them to be inspired to or want feel good. More. Yeah. And to know this is where I've come from. And, and you know what? You can get here too. I'm a person that I don't, it's probably my upbringing as, you know, Caribbean parents. We always strive for excellence. Oh, God, yes. Yeah. Um, yes, that's the number one. We do. I've My mom, she's into um, home decor. I've taken that from her. So I like. Yes, I like I've seen your like, Facebook with your Christmas tree. <laughs> yeah. What I like. So I mean, I can't. I can't. I'm sorry if you feel down when you see my place. It was gorgeous. I like nice things. <laughs> so I can't. I can't lie. I yeah. like to be around nice things. There's the nothing wrong with time, that. Mm. Keep it balanced. Like let people know. You know, it wasn't always like this. 
let yeah. people know how they can achieve to inspire them in some way. Me just seeing my selfies or me, you know, that's, I don't know if that's inspiring anybody. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So keep it balanced. Yeah. Keep it balanced and tell your story. I mean, it's your space to tell your story, but keep it, keep it balanced because I really feel like social media is contributing to a lot of mental illness. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. And, and that's absolutely. dangerous. Just last night, again, with my male friend, we were talking about the fact yep. that depression, and I'm not going to sit here and say depression is, oh, you know, because of social media. Obviously not. Depression no, but it's a, a, I think it's illness. a huge factor. It's a serious illness. And I would never, you know, people, I know people who, who have been depressed, who are depressed right, right. now, who are bipolar. I've, I've got all sorts right. of things, okay? And I'm not going to say that it's because of social media, but I think social media can put people into a very dark place because oh, you yeah, on, you're not you strong you go <gasps> on social media and you see these people and you're like wow what am i doing i guess i don't have anything going on in my life and it can make you feel very very miserable if you don't have a strong foundation or if you're not surrounded by you know strong people and there are a lot of people out there who don't have a strong foundation and who don't have exactly. people around them to encourage them and they they do feel bad and i think that's quite sad. And you know what I was going to say? Mm-hmm. I think because this female empowerment market is so oversubscribed now, right. what I find is that, and this is just my observation, a lot mm-hmm. of platforms, rather than trying to focus in on being creative and being innovative and how can I make things different, they mm-hmm. just seem to be criticizing each other, but they do it in a very subtle way. Mm-hmm. Like, uh, it you know they'll say things they'll make these comments like we're not about this or we're not about that or we don't do this and we don't do that and it's like you don't have to bash what someone else is doing to just do your own platform right. and you know the market is big everyone has their space and there's some women who are going to go like secret birds my platform there's someone women who will come yes. to my platform and they'll say this is not for me and that's mm-hmm. okay i'm not creating a mass market platform i'm not creating a platform that's for everybody i'm creating a platform right. for a certain kind of woman i know who exactly. she is very specifically exactly. and that's fine but that doesn't mean i have to bash another platform it just means hey go to that platform amazing i'm glad you found something that works for you but i think there are a lot of female businesswomen entrepreneurs coaches whoever they are that sometimes think they have to denigrate mm-hmm. someone else's work or what someone else is doing to raise their own and i think mm-hmm. that's wrong and i don't think that's fair and i think that's because of the competition but mm-hmm. for me, it just, it, for me, I think it should force you to be more creative and more innovative and find interesting ways to create what you believe, you know, is missing. That's how I see it. And I wonder how, as someone of faith, how do you balance um, or how do you go about, because it's very easy to just bash somebody else's platform. So how do you go about doing, doing what you do, as you said, doing you without criticizing other people or putting other people's platforms down? Well, I came to the conclusion a while back that there's a market for everything. Um, I just decided I would be the best at what I do, which is showing Caribbean women as classy, sophisticated, and intelligent. Right. And that's all you're going to get on Island Muse, and that's all I focus on. And I I realize that, you know, if you want to see the the, someone's behind shaking and the and you know there's tons of other platforms that do that so well so they can go there mm-hmm, but i mm-hmm. decided i would just focus on doing what i personally know and doing that to the best of my ability 
Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, and if it's, you know, the things that I'm not interested, I just don't focus on, Right. you know, I'm not interested in the, the, the background, <laughs> someone's behind shaking and mm -hmm. gyrating, you know, that part of our culture, mm -hmm. it's not I'm your not thing. It's not my thing. So I just mm -hmm. don't focus on it. Yeah. And I believe there are tons of Caribbean women that are like that as well yeah we're not I, all I think people i think people are surprised that. to find out that they're kind of people that don't like carnival don't participate oh, in carnival me. don't like until <gasps> i think there are a lot of people who just assume caribbean carnival oh she must like to walk up and wind up and be in the carnival and, da -da -da. and they're surprised to know that yeah. a lot a lot are into that for different reasons it could be <laughs> religious it could be it's just not their thing but exactly. a lot of caribbean people aren't into that and for those who are that's cool too you know right they can go exactly they have their platforms and you know it's fine like it's there's a, a part of the culture but it's not exactly. just just like in every culture i don't think mm -hmm. everyone ascribes to every aspect of their own culture exactly yeah because exactly. we so, did yeah. for those of you that don't know we did a a, a rare bird chat recently and saki was involved and mm -hmm. i remember one of the points it was it was called what caribbean women want and i remember one of the points you made was that you said, even though you're from Trinidad, you, you sometimes do find that carnival can be very denigrating to women. And you mm -hmm. also said that you believe there's a lot of uh, aspects of Caribbean culture where women just exist for the male gaze. Yes. Again, do, does that stem from your faith, you being a woman of faith? Or do that you stems that's from the faith. Because mm. before it was, again, it's like when you come into the faith, your eyes, things just don't look the same. Because as a Trinidad person, like you are groomed, like this is your birthright to play mm -hmm. mass. Mm -hmm. This is what you do as a Trinidad. This is your birthright. This is something that we have created and exported to the world. This is what you do. Mm -hmm. And I've played mass before, you know, my family, um, I want to say I come from a, like my mom is not into the carnival craziness. She's very like subdued woman. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. My dad plays pan, you know, so, I've, you know, I've obviously, I participated in the culture, but when I, when I got saved, like things just look different. Mm. Like when I went on my timeline, mm. you know, I'm just looking at the coverage. I'm just like, oh my goodness, what is this? Like, and it's something that I would never have noticed before. Mm. But you, you real, I just realized how carnival, it, there's a spirit on carnival. It just brings out a different side of people. And I guess it's the freedom aspect of it. Lego. People really Lego. lose themselves. But that's the whole point. You Lego, you lose yourself. Listen, the doctor in right. the carnival, the liars, the judge. You know, I explain to people that it's not just some kind of working class thing. It's everybody from bottom to top, top to bottom. Oh, just let loose. You know, and you know, you go to the carnival and you see you know, the teacher walking up with the judge, walking up with the, <laughs> yeah. with the prime minister's wife. And you're just like, wow, yeah. okay. That's, everybody literally loses themselves. It's bacchanal, it's yeah. carnival, it's you know? revelry. It's exactly. revelry. Exactly, exactly. So it's not easy. It's, it's still a battle because it's like, you know, you have your Christian identity. Of course, you have a new identity as a Christian, but then you have your cultural identity and they clash. Because All I don't know time. if Christ All wants to see me bent over, skinned out, you know, spread out. You know, I don't know if that's what he wants to see. But then in my culture, that is normal to do that for two days. Yeah. You know, you just go wild. Mm. And then you go and you put ash on your forehead on Wednesday. <laughs> and then that's supposed yeah. to 
yeah. you know, absolve everything that you've done for the week, you know, leading up to it. So, but what about those women who are Christian and who are of faith that do participate in carnival? I guess what you're saying is it's everybody's individual choice. and It's, it's an individual mm. choice. That's it. It's an individual choice. I so, think when I came into the faith and I had some mm -hmm. very strong believers around me, which helped, they helped me immensely. Mm -hmm. um, that's why I was able to kind of pull away from it, to be quite honest, because I had, mm -hmm. you know, strong people of faith around me saying, you know what? You don't need to do that to have a good time. Mm -hmm. uh, you don't need to be drunk you know we're, we're supposed to be in our right mind you don't need to be bent over you don't need to have skin out yell skin out yell and all those things yes <laughs> you don't need to have men touching all over your body yes you're having a good time right right so she's a Christian woman that's not something that's you know glorifying to God so I think that was what helped me kind of stray away from it because I had strong believers around me, but it's, it's a personal choice. So there's tons of Christian people Who that do? participate in it. And then I look online and I, I follow some Christian groups from the Bahamas and they're, they want it gone. They don't want it in their country anymore. Wow. You know? and I so think that's, that's going to be difficult. I don't think you could ever get rid of right. carnival in the Caribbean. Oh gosh. And I don't I think you should. I think that's. I think that's the other extreme. I think you should let people. It should exist. And if you don't that's want to participate, side. fine. But to say you want to kick it out your country, that's a bit extreme. I, in my in my view. But right. what? So now you have been you have been led to this where you are now. You've been saved. Mm -hmm. You've had this awakening. So it's obviously completely changed your life, your outlook, right. business. How, as a woman of faith, because we're talking about faith and empowerment. Mm -hmm. So how, how are you infusing this now in your business? Right. So what I'm doing is I want to, I'm actually working on a, a new project where I'm going to be doing, I'm going to be doing some coaching and some courses. Wonderful. I want to really start, yeah, getting into the minds of, of Caribbean women and really starting to transform our way of thinking so that we can really be successful mm -hmm. and lead happy and healthy lives. Mm -hmm. And it's going to be based on Christian faith principles. Okay. So that's how I'm going to infuse the two. Because, of course, that's the first thing that came to my mind. is like, how can I bring these in, bring the two of these together? Right. So that's, that's where I see this going. So I'm working on that. So, uh, some days I'm just like, what am I really doing? Of course. But I'm, going, with, I'm going by faith. Yeah. Going by faith. And, um, you know, we're going to get that going. And just on Island Muse, just to continue to, um, I think on Island Muse now, I'm, I'm even more thoughtful of, of things that I post. I mean, mm -hmm. I've always been very positive, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. but I just want people to read and to see things that are just positive and healthy and just things that are really going to help people get to the next level. Right. Um, I don't do the carnival thing anymore. So this year I didn't really post a lot of carnival pictures. Wow. Um, I mean, I left whatever is up there, I left it up because it's a transition. I'm not ashamed of anything. That's what I'm um, saying. This is a big change for you. Do, it how, is. What led you to this? Was it you just woke up one day and you were like, I need to do something? I, girl, I went through a period of mm -hmm. severe emotional distress and physical ailments last year. I was very sick. Right. Mm -hmm. uh, I was not well. Uh, mm -hmm. And 
you know, sometimes that'll do it where yeah. you just have to drop to your knees because you don't know where to turn and you, you know, you've lost else. everything. Yeah. Yeah. Um, you know, I've lost a lot of things, material items. Yeah. Um, my health was, was not the greatest. Yeah. And you know, it just dropped him. If it wasn't for that, I can't say I would have gotten here. Like, I'm not saying I would never have gotten to this point, mm -hmm. but I can't say I would have gotten here at this age, you know? Yeah. I just had to drop to my knees because you're, when you're in a situation that just seems so impossible and hopeless. Mm -hmm. And I've, I mean, I've been raised a Christian, so I've always known, even though you kind of stray <laughs> as you yeah, get older, you're kind yeah. of just doing your thing. And then you get into this new age stuff where you do this positive thinking and you think that you're the one making everything happen. And all the, new age, all the new age stuff is based on the old books. All the new age stuff mm -hmm. is based on the Bible, Quran, Torah, Bhagavad Gita, all the old mm -hmm. texts, all the stuff that people are into now, like vulnerability and, and gratitude. These things have been around for thousands of years. True. So nothing new, okay? Right here where I am in China, some of the oldest Chinese texts talk about these kinds of things. So mm -hmm. it's nothing new. It's just being recycled in a different way so that our generation and the generation after me can digest it. That's all it mm -hmm. is, you know? Right. So... So, yeah, because I had gotten into the new age stuff. Yeah. And I find with the new age stuff, you kind of, you, you are the God. So mm. it's like, if I think myself happy, I'm happy. If I think myself that I can, I can. So you're not really relying on Christ or you are the one making everything happen. Yeah. You know, you're doing that, you're doing, and nothing, and the, the problem is getting, only getting worse. Mm. And so I just dropped to my knees and... Mm. I just said, God, I, I can't do it. I'm literally going to lose my mind. You know, I'm yeah. in severe distress. Yeah. And just seeing how, you know, he came immediately and, you know, the emotional distress lifted off of me. Mm. Like when you wow. see God working, yeah, it's yeah. a different thing than when you're just believing. You're like, I believe, I believe, because that's your, your parents have told you to believe and, you know, and you're just doing the motion. But when you foisted on you, you didn't go yeah, through it yourself. It's different. Yeah, yeah. For real, for real. For and real, you have for those real. Encounters with God, and you feel His glory. Mm -hmm. That's there. You can't, you can't explain that to somebody who's never been through it. A and then B. Mm -hmm. How can you not be changed after that? Mm -hmm. Like you have felt His presence. He yeah. has lifted you off out of the lion's den. He has taken you out of a place that seems so hopeless. Yeah. And then I, and then from there, he brought some a woman into my life. This is how great he is. That was she was like she had been on her journey a little bit longer than me, so she was a prayer warrior. This woman can pray. Yeah. And I remember we just met at a we met we met at a dinner party. Yeah. And I said, oh my gosh, God was that, that was you? Like he knows what you need. Like he knew I needed that support, even though I may not have looked like I did. Yeah. He brought her in and I mean, it just went to the next level. Yeah. So after that, I mean, I had no choice but to be transformed. I think if it wasn't for my health issues mm -hmm, mm -hmm. and my, you know, emotional distress loss, I can't say I would have gotten to this point. Mm. So you have to change. There's just, I mean, uh, you can be stubborn. Yeah. I don't think that would be a good idea because yeah. when, when God calls you to him, you, have to you have to obey mm. you know 
And not, yeah. I feel like not everybody has these moments at such a young age or not everybody will have these moments. Some people will just do the Christian thing where you just go to church every Sunday, but you don't really have any transformation. Some people will go throughout their entire lives and never have what I call an awakening. An, I, I mean, I, no. had, I had my awakening. I mean, it wasn't like a born again thing, but it was definitely right. a moment where I was just like, what am I doing? <laughs> And that's a whole, I, I'm going to have to do a podcast on that one of these you days. You have to, oh gosh, That's please, a whole other please. conversation, but oh, that I was like it. three years ago. But I think, yeah, yeah. and it was, it, it was because I was in a place where, like you said, you're in this deep, dark place deep and something, dark. and something just hits you and you're like, I need to make some changes. And it's funny how things just start Absolutely. falling into place one by one by one. And mm-hmm. like you said, unless you've been through something like that, you can't. You can't uh, explain it. I mean, Secret Birds is the result of this awakening, you know? But um, mm-hmm. but what do you think are some of the challenges that, that women of faith uh, face whilst trying to, to build businesses or, or to um, inspire other women and empowerment and those kinds of things? It's challenging because yeah. whereas you will look at everybody just doing things like you look at other bloggers that are just taking nice pictures and nice outfits because that's what you do as a mm-hmm. fashion blogger. As women of faith, mm-hmm. you're constantly have to double check, like, how is this helping people? Mm-hmm. How is this glorifying God? So you have to, you're constantly trying to include him in what you're doing. Mm-hmm. You're constantly thinking about how does this truly bring a smile to some, to my followers face or how does this, how does this transform their lives in, in, a, in a spectacular way? How does me in a nice outfit? Mm-hmm. So you're constantly having to, yes, because I, I mean, everyone who knows me personally know that I'm very much into fashion. I like to get dressed up. I like, mm-hmm. I like to love fashion. Yeah. So yeah, you'll see me in nice things. Yeah. But I don't know if I can build a, I don't know if I could build a brand around that because I don't really see how that would be inspiring listening to other Mm -hmm. or inspiring to other like just looking at me in nice outfits well I know people like to see that because I follow tons of fashion girls on Instagram and I get ideas I'm like oh yeah I could I have that blazer I could pair it with for me now it's like okay how can I do this while making sure that it's really helping Caribbean because when you think about the the state of Caribbean women Mm. you know in impoverished mm-hmm. abuse mm-hmm. you know how is me in the nice outfits every day up, how is that changing the Caribbean woman in the bush who's been molested or who has no job or who's like how is that helping her mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and this mm-hmm. is this this is this is where the faith part keeps me grounded because you know you, you start planning something and say like, okay that's wonderful how is that helping anybody yeah definitely. you see what I'm saying sure sure so for us it's definitely it's a balancing act of, of, of trying to, of making sure that we include him in everything that we do and making sure that what we're doing is going to really truly help someone and change their lives while being fashionable and pretty. Because I mean, I like, I love decor. I love nice things. So it's a constant, it's a constant ba- balancing act where some people will just say, Hey, I'm doing this. I'm going to be a fashion blogger. And they just go full speed in that direction. Yeah. For us, we have to think about it a little bit more. Yeah, and I think, but it's also important to remember that we're only human. And oh, we're not perfect. We are not perfect. It's a journey. 
It is. I mean, using myself as an example, I'm very passionate about the environment and sustainability and all of those things. But right. I love shoes. I'm obsessed with shoes. And I try oh, yeah. to buy from like sustainable brands. And there are times <laughs> where I sit there and I go, I'm such a hypocrite. Look at all these shoes that I have and I call myself we sustainable. But I'm like, you know what, Joanne, just relax. You know, it's okay. <laughs> exactly. We, we yeah. do live in a fallen world. So yes. we have to we have to try to navigate, you know, as best as we can. And yes. God knows your heart. That's the beauty of it. Yeah. He knows your heart. So I like the way you said that. It's we are human, we're not perfect. I think sometimes people can get turned off with Christians because they think that we're saying we're perfect. It's like come up, it, I no, think it's, it's come the up opposite. We know we're not perfect. That's why we're trying to we keep ourselves in check because we know we're not perfect and we know how easy it is to fall into materialism. Mm-hmm. to fall into wanting to look perfect to wanting to look a certain way mm-hmm. and just the harm that that does to someone's psyche who may not be as strong as you like i can always look at people's things online and say oh i just i love her here i love this mm-hmm. and for me it just ends there and then you know you have young people young women who are looking and they say oh my god maybe this is the way i really need to look yeah exactly so everyone's you, at a different level how do you do that because one of the biggest um uh what's the word i'm looking for i'm having a brain a brain fart here one of the biggest uh, criticisms of women of faith is that they come across as being haughty they're too judgmental <laughs> they're too you know they they always want to tell you how they live their life they always want to tell you what to do how do you again how do you make sure that your message is is not alienating people and not making people feel feel bad and not not making mm-hmm. people see them christians them muslims those people, that's what they're like. They take religion seriously <laughs> and they make everybody else feel bad, you know, because there's a lot of, right. there's a lot of judgment within faith because it's as though everybody's trying to meet this ideal and everybody's mm. trying to meet this level of whatever and everybody's what judging everybody. And I think that turns a lot of people off from faith as well. So how, how, yeah. does, if, how does one achieve that without coming across as being this judgmental freak, you know? Well, I think for me, with what with what I'm working on right now, the project, yeah, it's going to be a matter of if you say if you profess to be a Christian, mm-hmm. this is this is what the Bible says, mm-hmm. um, and you know this is how we we need to live our lives. And if you're interested, you're interested. If you're not, you know, you keep it moving. Right. I don't bash other people's faiths. I mean, we all have choice, and that's the beauty of of to me. That's the beauty of Christian faith. Like even God, He gives you a free will. So. <laughs> Yep. You know, you want yep. to do X, Y, Z, you have the free will. You can deny him or you can accept him. He does not force anything on you. And I think for me too, just being honest about my past and where I've been, you know, something that I do with my friends all the time, you know, I'm not ashamed to say, hey, I was here. I, was, I used to do this, smoke, drink, whatever it may be. There's so much you power know, in sharing your personal story, isn't there? Yeah. Huh? There's so much power in sharing your personal story. There is. There is. There's power in sharing your testimony. So I think when you're just honest, see when people yeah. don't share their testimony, that's when people can kind of get like, like, oh, no, this is, this is too much. This just seems. When you say, well, no, this is where I was and this is where I am now, like you can be, you can be transformed, then it, it becomes more palpable, right? Like people can mm-hmm. see mm-hmm. that it's possible when you, you just say, yeah, this is what it was. Yeah. And just letting people choose. Like if, you, if you're a Muslim or whatever you're into, I mean, that's your personal choice. Yeah. That's your personal choice. But for me, 
and for people who profess to be Christians, like let's come over here and let's build and let's uplift and let's really let's really see where we can transform and, and change the lives of Caribbean women so that we're not in these dead-end relationships. We're not using our bodies to make a living. Mm-hmm. We're not in careers that's, you know, relying on men. Like, you know, we're just living wholesome, clean, happy lives. And the Christian life is not, I think some people get scared. It just seems boring. Mm-hmm. You know, I have fun. I, I go for brunch with friends. You can travel. Mm-hmm. You know, you watch movies. But, I mean, there are things that you have to let go. Mm-hmm. You know, especially if you want to maintain that relationship with God, if you want to hear from him, there are things that you're going to have to let go. And that's fine. It's for your good. Mm. Yeah. So mm. using that as a way to transform the lives of Caribbean women, because again, when I look, it's something, something has gone terribly wrong here. Yeah. Something yeah. has gone terribly wrong. I don't like the condition that I see our women in. It, it, mm. it's, it's sad. Mm. And the Give children me an example. Are, like, what some? What are some of the things that you see that you think, hmm, what's happening? Right. Some of the things that I see, um, right, especially where the children are concerned, mm-hmm. the, um, the the sexual abuse, the molestation. Mm. I mean, that that is. I mean, as Christians, we say that is sexual perversion. Mm. And when you abuse that, when you abuse your the children of your nation. I mean, you're, you're going to have to live with a generation of angry, broken, hurt people and hurt people, hurt people. Yep. And so you, you see a lot of that. You see a lot of that being played out. I see a lot of right. that. Myself, and because I think crying about the crime rate, but you're like, how yeah. did you treat the children? Yeah. You're and screaming and crying about the crime rates, but mm. you bugger and abuse your children, both, both boys and girls. And then now they grow up hurt, broken, abused, confused. Mm. And we're wondering why they're terrorizing us. Mm. And you can so see beyond the mass. Fathers me. And then with the women, yeah, it's like we really pull our worth from how seductive we can be. Mm. It's like, you know, my body and it's like, it's fine to be beautiful. I have nothing against that. I mean, everybody has a different, level that they want to go in christ because i mean i've met women that don't wear makeup they tie down their hair Mm -hmm. turbans long skirts i mean i don't judge them if that's what you want to do to glorify god i say go for it full force Mm -hmm. me personally i still i you know i still wear makeup i've never been into heavy amounts of makeup but i still wear makeup i still wear my extensions from time to time i like to look good for me that's Mm -hmm. looking good you know yeah 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 so that's what i do but i just feel like with women we're like Caribbean when we're over sexualized mm. you know I have to be slithering and gyrating and it's like mm. like a man like especially when you when you start for me like when I started going to church and meeting different like men of God I saw the difference than when I used yeah. to go to the clubs and the fets and like they just they, they're when they're talking to you they're looking at your face <laughs> they're looking in your eyes like no one's looking in your body mm. like they're interested in your mind how it works like they want to and of course there are some there are some predators in the church we know this i'm not i'm not um naive to that but like when you meet ones that are really serious mm-hmm. they want to know how you think like they want okay what do you do for like you know like you don't have to be overtly sexual and breast in the you know and it's just like where did we get this from because it works because and i had this conversation <laughs> um 
No, I'm being honest. I'm being honest. Right. I had a conversation with the lovely Dominique, who's um yeah. in podcast. Okay, here I'm gonna plug Secret Birds. <laughs> she's in podcast episode. I think she's I think she's podcast episode 31. Forgive me, but Dominique, who's based in Nevis, big shout out to Dominique. And we had a chat about sexualization of women and what she sees on the island of Nevis. And mm. you know, I, I think I said this in the podcast with her. Um I believe that women have different types of power. We've got our sexual power. Yes. We've got our um, intuitive power. We've got our yes. intellectual power. I think as women, mm -hmm. we are so dynamic and fascinating because we've got all these different levels of power that we can tap into. But mm -hmm. honestly, if I'm allowed to be frank, and I'm, I'm frank on this Go podcast, ahead. what works and what, where women are validated most is within their sexual power. So if I, as a woman, realize that what what is validating me is constantly showing things that are sexual and being in mm -hmm. my sexual self, which is okay. Sexual power is okay. I believe there's nothing wrong with that. But if no. that's where you operate all the time, it's because that's where you're being validated sometimes. And that's what people like to see. Like going back to social media, if mm -hmm. when a woman takes a photo of herself completely naked and she's got this gorgeous body, she gets a hundred thousand likes. Okay. And she keeps doing that and she gets even more likes. Okay. And some will say you've got two sides. Some will say that's woman empowerment. She's reclaiming her sexuality. It's amazing. Mm -hmm. Some will say, no, she's objectifying herself. Why yeah, does she have to do that? Sides. There's two sides exactly. to this coin, but mm -hmm. I believe that as women, we've got all these levels of power, but what, where we are validated most is within we our sexual power. power. I mean, even me coming from when I used to work in the construction industry, I was mm -hmm. always praised and validated when I was operating in my masculine. That's where, that's when mm -hmm. I would get promotions. That's when I would go well, that's when they would go well done, Joe. So mm -hmm. people need to realize that it's what you're, what, what the society is validating and what you're being taught and, 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 the, and the subliminal messages. If every time you go to work and you're being mm -hmm. this very aggressive woman and you're being masculine and you're hashtag get shit done and all this other stuff and you're getting the promotion, no, think about it. You're getting the promotion. You're getting validation. Right. Are you going to stop? Of course not. You're human, right? You're going to keep doing it because it works. And I think a lot of women realize, I mean, since time immemorial, sex is a powerful thing, right? It's a tool. Oh, it's so powerful. if you're always in your sexual and it's working, why would you stop? But is it really working for us, Joanne? Because Caribbean that's women, another, that's we, are the ones conversation. <laughs> we are the ones ending up dead going, I mean, just turn it out alone. Mm -hmm. Women are just popping up, missing, raped. Yeah. thrown in the bush yeah why because some man only sees us as a sexual toy yeah and it doesn't it, see it, us as someone's daughter or someone's mother or someone's sister like i'm just here for sexual gratification and when you're done you just discard me in the bush like trash and something that i think about a lot is when men grew up in a society i mean forget women for a second and all they mm -hmm. see is a woman being used as an object? Is a woman constantly right. being sexualized? It sends messages. I don't care what it it, I don't care. I don't care how perfect your family is. I don't care how much self-respect you were raised with. It sends exactly. a message, and it's very it easy does. to just see a woman as an object. Mm -hmm. And exactly. yes, men have to be raised differently, and yes, mm -hmm. we have to we have to we have to do a lot of work on men themselves. But I think mm -hmm. it goes both ways, you know. It, it goes does. Both ways. But I I, I don't I can't say is it I I'm only saying to you that there are a lot of women out there who use their sexual power simply because it works they get ahead mm -hmm. based on it and they're validated mm -hmm. on it and it's it's the e it's almost an easy way 
to get what you want for lack for lack of a better way of right. it. you know if i to go out there and actually think of a different way to to get i don't want to say get attention but to get what i want and to do mm-hmm. something in a different way that requires a lot of thought that requires a lot of self-reflection mm. that requires a lot of work that requires a lot it's of different, different part of yeah and, yep. you, and i have to tap into lots of different parts of my power and who i am and if i don't yep. want to do that the easiest thing for me to do is just Shut put it out there and people say <laughs> like, yes girl slay you know <laughs> slay queen and all this other stuff oh, Gosh. And even me, I look at it. I'm like, wow, she looks good, nice. You Girl, know, I fall, I still follow tons of women that. So there you go. There me, you go. It's choice. I mean, if that's how you feel, do your thing. But I want to show Caribbean women they have a choice. Like I, your only choice does not have to be to strip down. Yeah. And to be in the dental floss online. Yeah. Like yeah. if you choose to do that, that is your choice. But you have to know that there is choice. Yeah, yeah. And you have to know there's consequences to everything. Yeah. I like the life that I live. I, mm-hmm. I think I look very great when I head out there. Um, I may not be naked. Yeah. For me, the caliber and the quality of men that approach me yeah. are a lot better <laughs> than, you know, when I was out there in, you know, my short shorts yeah. with my little bum hanging out. Yeah, yeah. And I think because you've lived both sides of the coin. I have. You can you can that's something that that's something that you can use to to really build momentum for your audience because you're not right. you're not someone that's coming out here saying I've been this way my whole life. You're someone no. that's saying I've I've gone through a transition and I really believe that this is what's happened to me and if you want to come along with me on this journey, then Feel let's do free. it. That's exactly yeah. it. If you want to come along, if you want to grow in the faith, if you want to have healthier relationships, you know, with, with the opposite sex, yeah. you know, if you want to have a mind that's clear, that's, you know, so much of our women, like when you talk to them, there's confusion. Mm-hmm. All they can see is their problems. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I can get it. Like when that's, you know, you've been on a life that's been rough, poverty, you know, try, I mean, I can see how that works, but for me, I guess because my mind just works a lot clearer now since I've, you know, been saved. Mm-hmm. I see how, how much more at peace I am. You know, I Wonderful. still have my days when it's rough. I mean, I still battle health issues, but my faith keeps me going and keeps me knowing that there is a light at the end of the tunnel. Sure. And I can see a solution. And it's not just pure confusion which that's what it was before it was just non-stop confused like where 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 am i going how is this going to end like what is going on yeah you know we don't have to like sometimes i look at like trinidadian news and it's constant back and out with the woman and the man the children are there in the middle and you know mm-hmm, mm-hmm. like who wants to live like that for me mm-hmm. i would just and and no marriage is perfect even you know even when you marry your christian man or whatever you have your issues. They do everything the like the non-Christian drama. men. <laughs> huh? They do everything that the non-Christian men do. <laughs> right. Yeah. I can't do the constant drama. And the, no. So, so we're going to see a lot of changes coming up in Island Muse, it seems. And I think this is a very exciting time. Yes. Yes. I'm yes. looking forward. And when you do start to put those things in place, I would I love will. to have you back on because... 
I, sure. I know Island Muse as being the place for the sophisticated Caribbean woman. But yeah. now that the woman driving <laughs> has gone through this, this awake, this spiritual, right. is now on a spiritual journey, I think I'm going to see a bit more of that. And I'm curious to see how you're going to work that in. I mean, I know you said, for example, people need to look out for the courses and the workshops. Yes, what, else should, what else should people look out for? Well, that's going to be the main thing. So that's going to be kind of a separate platform, the courses yeah. and that, and the, the faith stuff. Yeah. And then I still, to be very, very honest, I mean, I got to figure out how, what's going to happen with Island Muse and, you know, how, what direction I want to take in that. I still love featuring the women. So I'm, I'm not going to stop doing that. Yeah. So I can't say that it's the end, but I'm yeah. going to have a new platform, which is really going to tie in all the, the great, um, you know things that have been going on with me in terms of faith and just helping other Caribbean women who want to take the journey with me yeah. um, to come along and the people who just love Island Muse for you know the features and that stuff I mean they'll have Island Muse they can stay with Island Muse and, and you know continue to support the brand in that way but I just feel compelled to do to start this new platform Wonderful. Well, I am so happy for you. And I, you know, I am here to support you on this journey. So what parting words do you have for our listeners who are specifically either, maybe they're trying to build a faith-based platform, right. or maybe they're just going through transition in their lives, like yeah. yourself, you know, they can relate to your changes. What, 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 what the mm-hmm. parting, inspiring words would you like to share with them? Don't be afraid to stand alone. Mm-hmm. don't be afraid mm-hmm. you you might think you're the only one that thinks or feels this way mm-hmm. and then you start something and you realize there's tons of people that feel the same way and they were just waiting for someone else to voice who was brave enough to stand up because mm-hmm. you know as we say as christians someone who's brave enough to be a light in the darkness mm-hmm. um, walking so alone just, is, is 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 sometimes what you have to do in order to yeah in order to 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 bloom to blossom because you can't, it's not going to happen in a place of comfort and walking alone brings about a lot of discomfort, but you just kind of have to sit there in those feelings and work through that stuff, you know? Yeah. There are people that need what you have to, or like the product or whatever it is, there are people that want it, that need Mm -hmm. it. Mm -hmm. And you know, just from, I follow a girl on YouTube who's also Island girl. She's Jamaican and she took the faith walk Mm -hmm. and she's Mm -hmm. like, you know, I just started making these videos and you know, thousands of views who is she so we can look for her what's her name her name is jasmine 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 okay jamaican girl um she's based in the u.s and okay. she had a, she had a serious transformation in christ i mean this was a girl mm-hmm. that was set to be a youtuber makeup artist math girl mm-hmm. okay so you're talking about makeup and you want to know about eyelashes and we like this and then all of a sudden she got saved and then the whole platform changed wow isn't that beautiful though transition is beautiful i mean not necessarily not necessarily religious transition but any kind of transition any kind any kind yeah yeah because that's when you see that's when you see the person becoming who and what they were meant to be why they're here that's what she said this is what i was doing I call it the, the, everybody's here on, you know, we've got a mission, we've got an assignment. Mm-hmm. And I think that transition is what leads you to that assignment, that purpose with that, that reason why you're supposed to be here. And I think that's such an amazing thing. That's yeah. it. Yeah. And, I, and what I love about her is she's like, she doesn't judge. Like, she's like, you know, if you still wear makeup and we have like, she's like, that's like irrelevant to me. She's like, you just want support 
to talk to me about your journey, you want someone to pray with you, I'm here. Mm. But when I saw her transformation, because she set up her YouTube account to do makeup tutorials, the next thing she's like this big prayer warrior with thousands of followers, and that's when it's like, don't be afraid to stand alone because thousands of followers women who are you know who are just like thank you for sharing your story i love i'm always looking out for a new video mm. so imagine if she just still tried to do the makeup thing like she wouldn't be true to herself mm -hmm. and she mm -hmm. did, she didn't think anybody would want to hear about her journey in christ yeah. but lo and behold people do yeah people do so i think people are seeking substance people i mm -hmm. just i refuse to believe that as human beings yeah we don't want depth i think we want depth we want True. substance we want we want we want we're craving like our souls are just even if you're not a religious person okay you don't have to be religious if you're a, a science-based factual person and you energy we know for a fact that the universe is filled with energy we need right. your your body your energy we're all craving for something much more enriching and i think True. when you start to deliver on that people are like yes this is what i've always wanted yeah yeah so imagine if you held it back yeah yeah definitely and imagine i think a lot of i think a lot of people are scared to deliver that because they think they're going to lose their viewers or people are going to see them as oh she's doing that cheesy thing or but it's a risk. It's a risk. But like you said, it's a risk. You've got to learn to walk alone sometimes. And you, you know, have to. Some you will come to. along for the ride and some won't. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Come along. Come along. I can't wait to share with you guys. Fantastic. Well, it has been wonderful speaking with you. Those have been brilliant words. I really enjoyed <laughs> our chat. Women, Thank empowerment, you. and faith. I would like to, we need to have a follow up discussion to this again. We need, we need Definitely. to talk about I'm this again. Up for that. Yes, for sure. And especially once you, other things start to kick off for you on the platform. <laughs> and I look forward to seeing the changes. So, where can people find you now? Um, for example, if someone, if someone heard you speak today and they want to reach out to you, they want to talk to you, they want to get involved with what you're going to be moving mm. forward, how can they find you? So they can go on the island, www.islandmuse.ca mm -hmm. or, you know, they can send me an email, mm -hmm. info at islandmuse.ca or they can just follow the journey on Island Muse, island mm -hmm. underscore muse on sorry instagram like forgetting where i am on instagram and you know you can dm me okay that's the best way to to reach me that's okay. honestly the best way to reach me and are you looking for collaborators partners sponsors at you the know, moment right so we're always looking for writers so if you want if you're a caribbean writer like you're a woman and you have something you want to say we're always looking for things that are going to be empowering and you know and uplifting to women so if you have an opinion piece mm -hmm. if you want to write about relationships if you want to write about friendships if you want to write about wellness and health mm -hmm. send us an email those okay. are the kind of topics we love like i have i've had some great pieces boy written by some caribbean women talking about just what it means to be sick as a Caribbean woman in the Caribbean context. Mm -hmm. and, 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 you know, how, you know, what she had to go through with her illness, mm -hmm. her chronic illness mm -hmm. and the lack of support or whatever it may be. And then, you know, I had another young woman talk about domestic abuse, mm -hmm. you know? So, and then I had another woman who is of mixed race, Indian and, and Afro Trinidadian mm -hmm. talking about, 
sorry, she's Guyanese, Indian and Afro-Guyanese, talking about her journey. So if you have pieces that you know that this is something that Caribbean women want to read about, send us an email. I love sharing and boosting the voices of Caribbean, um, you know, female writers. Definitely. And there are a lot of, there are a lot of stories out there um, that aren't being shared from, from the Caribbean and the Caribbean mm -hmm. before because sometimes the narrative is always the same, that single narrative about that one thing. But again, plugging <laughs> secret birds, I just did a podcast recently with Divya who's mm. growing up in, uh, who grew up in Grenada. And she talked mm -hmm. a lot about the racism and prejudice she experienced from the predominantly African, uh, Afro-Caribbean people. Mm -hmm. And that was something that was so new to me because my experience wow. was of growing up in the Caribbean was that Indians in my circle, we, we didn't have that. So it was interesting to hear her discuss wow. that and share her story. And so, you know, there's a lot, there's a lot out there. There's a lot out there. So if you've got the stories, you've got stories you know, you definitely need to, you need to share it and you need to express it because there's always somebody out there willing to, to listen to it and who needs to hear it. And who knows, who knows who That's might it. inspire. Who so, needs to hear it. Don't be afraid. Absolutely. So there you go. There you go. And you've got all the information. All right, lovely mm -hmm. birds. That is it. Thank you so much Thank for listening. You. I hope you have been inspired and I'm sure something Saki said today inspired you because she said a lot. <laughs> 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 thank you. Thank you so much for saying everything that you said. I really appreciated right. it. And we're here to support you on your new journey. So come back and speak to us again and let us know I how will. everything is going. Awesome. Okay. Thank All you right. so much. I really oh. enjoyed it. My pleasure. Okay. So bye for now. Bye.